0: Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective
1: copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the
0: myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative, while also being high impact for serious
1: results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together.
0: hi um it's minnie and ella here from uh, your cracking copy team we are today wanting to talk about why great copy or the ability to write great copy is so important and i think we were sort of prompted to to sort of tackle this particular issue because uh, because you know marketing has changed so much and if you are a business owner and you're running a small business essentially. You know, you have to now be a copywriter and everything, everything that you're producing, everything that you're producing, whether you're writing captions for social media or you're, you know, you're writing a script for a video, even for a video
1: that you're doing, you know, you have to be able to write. Yeah. Even the show notes for a podcast. So you might be a verbal processor or an extroverted, you know, video content producer. But ultimately, there are going to there's going to be writing that accompanies that. And also, as a business owner, you want to take your uh, readers on a on a journey. You want to take your viewers, listeners, audience on a journey with you, to eventually to buy from you at some point down the line. So, that's where copywriting comes in. Yeah. So, what we wanted to look at
0: today really was the different types of writing that you would do, and to talk really about the difference between content writing Mm -hmm. and content that you're producing, and then on the other hand, copywriting.
1: Yeah, because both of these things, they are both forms of communication. They both, um, you know, serve a very important, um, they're both important communication for your people, but there's clarity around these two different pieces of writing, and they do have two very different purposes yeah so looking at uh so we start off with with content and
0: what we what we mean what do we mean by content and I think what we mean is writing or or content that you're producing that is designed to to engage your audience uh so you might produce something that is of value in terms of educational value or it might be something that's entertaining and fun or uh, it might be an educational piece it might be you know something that you're you know five steps to you know a great tax return you know
1: um and that and that really is is content
0: Mm -hmm.
1: think of it as you know free content that you'll put out in a facebook group on social media on a youtube channel on a podcast it's successful when it's getting engagement isn't it so the value the measure of good content is how many people are responding uh, to what you're putting out there yeah you're trying to sort of nurture you're using uh your
0: your content writing to nurture uh your customer and to help them as well to help them and to get them to as as, you know as ellie was saying to engage and to respond and uh and as you say then that that you know, if you're if they're responding, then you know, you've done a good job,
1: mm-hmm. but also it's there to build no like and trust factor in you. The more you're putting out there about yourself, your philosophy, your musings on life, whatever it is, um, in your content, that is helping to build a relationship, uh, with the other the people on the other end,
0: yeah. And although, and although you know, video is king the written word still remains one of the best ways to boost conversations with your customers
1: yeah i think we've referred to it as um written content is queen well we know that behind every great man is a, a even greater woman let's say so um yeah <laughs> written content is queen um also you know content personality led uh, you can share your views uh, it can be it can be personal to you it can be more opinionated say than when we come to writing copy, um, when copy is more about selling, um, it's about coaching a decision. And often, primarily, that's a buying decision. With copywriting, the, it's more intentional. Um, it's the writing that you might see on a billboard or an advert or a sales page or a email through email marketing. Um, and you're motivating the reader to act so you want to communicate value but also you want to coach a decision and in the sales process using writing to sell often it will involve taking your intended your ideal client on a journey you won't be able to just meet them in meet them and greet them in in one email and in the bottom of the same email say right now buy my stuff you have to educate them on the value of what it is that you're offering and take them on a journey so that would involve several stages um if it was an email campaign it could involve you know it could involve months of newsletters it it could involve you know there's a time frame to that as well and that can be condensed or expanded depending on the complexity of your offer really and, and how you choose to market it but ultimately the difference is copy is there to sell
0: yeah it's it's there to sell and to prompt an action but also it, there is it is more scientific when you're talking about because you're talking about taking when you're you talking about taking the customer on a journey. Mm-hmm. It's it's a specific journey. And 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 there are steps in that journey that you are trying to get the customer, you know, to Well, you can, you know, that you're trying to recognize that they maybe have a problem that you can solve. And so you're taking them on a journey that will by the end of it make them go yeah you know mm.
1: yes yeah, so there's some to. absolutely there's those actionable steps in between um you opening the, the communication and closing the communications like it the actionable next step might be download this resource which is going to help um with your thing and then they download the resource and hopefully they learn something more about you and your process and your business in in the process and that warms them towards the next action step that you want them to take and the next action step. And then at the end of that action step, at the bottom of that funnel, there may be um, a chance to purchase or buy. Yeah, I think, I th- yes, exactly. So
0: I think what we're saying is what, so what makes really, really good, um, good make, what we you know, what, what makes really good copy mm-hmm. is
1: really, really understanding your customer absolutely yeah in fact before you even write a word you've got to understand where they're coming from and what we want to be doing is mirroring back and reflecting back some of those things that the customer has told us um uh, which we can then reflect back to them and then when they come to reading the content they think yeah this is this is talking to me uh, this person knows and understands me um
0: but it can so be quite think, daunting,
1: can't it? Research, customer research, can be quite daunting. So, you know, you've
0: got to get you've you've either well, you've got to interview them, talk to them, mm-hmm. um, and you can either do that, can't you, face to face, or all yeah. on Zoom, or I mean, you know, ask questions, yeah, ask questions on some of your you know the other content that you're producing or the others you know on your social media and see. See what questions people are asking that you can then answer.
1: Yeah, and again, yeah, it's about getting engagement, isn't it? Again, engaging. So content comes into play here. Actually, um, you can use social media as a way of, of of understanding your customer and getting to know them better. Um, and then, if when you're ready to take a deep dive with them, then that's when you invite them onto a, a Zoom call or something and um, ask them to spend some time with you and have a more in depth chat. But before you. Yeah before you can even start writing the research part of the process is really crucial and actually that preparation time can probably take up a lot of the time if you get that right then the writing will it will speed up the writing because you'll know what to you'll know what you want to be saying by that well point. yeah cuz you'll have a whole bank of words though won't you from what people
0: have so if you're interviewing let's say you interview i don't know you're interviewing 5 people or 10 people just just for an example you know, you'll be making notes of of what words that they're using. And then, as you say, you just mirror it back in your copy. So actually, yeah. it will make your writing much easier. Mm-hmm. But I do think, though,
1: that it can be quite daunting <laughs> to interview people. And some people do find it really daunting. Yeah, and there is a specialist skill in that. I mean, who knew to be a great copywriter, what you really need before you even write is to be a great active listener, to be able to have those conversations and and listen to what's coming back. Um, and that is a skill in itself, isn't it? Interviewing is a skill in itself and it's a separate skill from writing, but it is part yeah. of the process. Yeah, it, I, I know. And and I think and
0: also you don't want to if you are going to <laughs> when you do that, you've got to make sure that you're not wasting the questions that you're asking people Mm -hmm. so so you're right there's a lot of preparation that goes into it so if you're you know if you're selling you know a skincare brand and you know you you need to be making sure that you're asking the right questions and Mm not and, and not necessarily um you know getting the conversation around to what you think that customer wants you've got to try and find out exactly what they want you you might think that
1: they want a particular thing um and actually they don't so that's about not asking leading questions it's about asking open-ended questions but if you ask somebody you know minnie what do you like best about let's say cracking copy podcast that can put somebody on the spot as well as your interviewee can be put on the spot by that. It's like, oh, well, what I'm supposed to say the right thing. All right. You know, sometimes it's better to find out and ask the question, what don't you like? What bugs you about X or Y or what, what pisses you off about podcasts, for example, yeah. and get them to start that. Sometimes it's much easier to answer in the negative and to get on a rant about what you don't like. And that <laughs> that can lead that can flush out all the negative stuff. And you can lead into well, okay, so you don't like that, um, have what about this and offer alternative, or you know, you can get to the what they do like from finding out what they don't like, that sort of thing. Sometimes yeah, nothing, that's an easier way in.
0: That's actually that's actually really interesting, isn't it? Because it's a it's yeah, it's almost like a reverse psychology, isn't it? So you mm. by understanding what someone doesn't like, you can then work, you know, you can then it work the conversation. To, yeah, yeah, work the conversation around okay. So what are the what three things you know do you like listen, yeah. you know, listening yeah. to or you know what's important to you in in when you're buying when you're buying skincare what what are yeah. the three most yeah. important things I mean it, you know and you might have got it completely wrong you might think that your ideal target audience
1: wants things that you think they want but actually all they want is the cheapest product you mm. know mm. <laughs> so but until you ask you don't know that and, no, and actually i've done this for clients as well who wanted to do their own research but actually i've got a little crib sheet and actually we could think about resources and recommendations um of the sorts of questions you can ask in those voice of customer interviews and just to check to make sure you are asking those open-ended questions and when you are talking and doing an interview to actually leave some space um for the unexpected to come out uh and often it's not the scripted q a that's the most valuable it's the sort of chat in between where some little yeah. golden nugget came out so it's or even the chat afterwards i mean mm. so you do and then you know in a candid conversation
0: afterwards you might even find out more about what they think and mm. what they what they
1: want yeah so, so research massive part of preparing to write well and to write good copy um, but also other things that we can do to become better writers um reading is another one if you read well uh, and then put into practice i think is the other thing writing practice two great yes. things you need to become a writer you can reading and writing practice
0: and you know i think writing every day uh i mean i was going to talk wasn't i about the ship 30 to 30 course that i i did i did it back in um october of 2021 and it's a it's a sort of immersive cohort course where you have to write what they call an atomic essay which is approximately 250 to 300 words you have to write it's like a blog post or or on a subject you can pick whatever subject you like you write it and then you have to publish it so you have to publish every day and um yeah so
1: it's it but but you become a better writer as a result absolutely do it's the premise of atomic essays isn't it short 250 word manageable task to do and publish it every day and actually the the goal is getting the feedback from what from publishing your essay and finding out how people react to that and you follow the breadcrumbs don't you if you get in a good response for to a particular atomic essay that you've put out there um then you do write more on that topic because there's something in that that people are resonating with and yeah so it's brilliant great. it's brilliant research it's just brilliant, brilliant research. research
0: absolutely um, so-
1: And it's brilliant habit building stuff isn't it you get into that habit and they teach you as well um, methods to generate ideas Um, and we've got quite a few of those methods now under our belts but you know how to generate good ideas and how to um organize those thoughts so that when you do come to sit down to write every day you're not starting from that blank canvas you're starting from a place of there's a seed of an idea in there and you're just taking that one step further yeah so i think
0: today so our main takeaways so we've you know covered the difference between content and copywriting Mm -hmm. and understanding that you know everyone needs to write and and sort of what you need to do understanding customer and writing and reading more
1: yeah absolutely and um if that is a sort of scary concept or you think i don't have time for this then obviously you can always employ a copywriter and that's what minnie and i are skilled at The other thing, of course, is the editing process. To become a great writer, you need to build in great editing to the end of it. So you'll get your messy first draft written. And the key thing really is to build in some time to sleep on it and to come back to it with fresh eyes where you can read it again in a more objective way. Because when you're very close to your copy, as you know, Minnie, it it gets hard the mistakes become invisible. Yes, they do. And you don't see them. (laughs) That's right. So we need to proofread. That's a really crucial thing. Too many people, too quick. Sometimes we're so exhausted by the time we've written it and we're just so relieved that we've finished writing what we wanted to say. And Before you know it, we've hit publish or we've sent it to the client or whatever and it's got mistakes in it. And of of course, as soon as it's published, that's when you see the glaring errors jump right back out at you. So try and build in a little bit of time to prevent that happening to look at it with fresh eyes you can send it to a friend we do this often don't we minnie just to get yeah. somebody else to look over it um and you can read it out loud or minnie as you suggested um when we were talking earlier to use a screen reader to read it yeah
0: out. you do i mean you get a robotic voice um mm-hmm. whether you're using microsoft word or whether you're um i mean i have a mac so there's a speech um function on pages and uh yeah and it it, it, it's really good for spotting the odd error so yes so definitely proofreading really really important but one of the things I think that we have decided is because it's quite a big topic talking about editing and proofreading I think we're going to do a whole podcast on that aren't we and yeah yeah we'll keep
1: that to another episode because we've got lots that we can talk about that but um just to know it's part of the process use it sleep on the copy and come back to it with fresh eyes that's the main thing so that's it for for today and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode you have been listening to the cracking copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride don't miss out on future episodes
0: by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts and
1: more details and resources are in our show notes so we'll see you next time